Welcome to the weekly ACG New York podcast series. Delighted to have you listening to us today. ACG, of course, is the largest and most influential committee-steered member-based network for the global middle market private capital community. The network focuses on promoting best practice, knowledge, and intelligence for capital providers, industry executives, and those that service them, whilst providing a platform for concierge networking, deal-making, and fundraising. And the ACG New York Weekly Podcast invites members, guests, partners to basically discuss key themes and topic points in the world of global middle market private equity. And today we have with us David Acharya, partner at AGI Partners and chapter president of ACG New York. David, how are you today, sir? Uh, I'm doing really well, stuck at home per government directives and my own personal health, but uh uh it's strange to be in the uh the, to be at home in the middle of the day that's on a weekday <laughs> i know it's well look only one subject looming large above everyone world over and that's that's the coronavirus covid-19 and i thought david we can we can talk about the impact it's having on on society at large within commerce of course and and within middle market private equity and and the response from the class as you're seeing it um and you're so intertwined with it intertwined with it you're you're sort of within it day in day out and with that i'd like to specifically cover what what acg which is an organization so integral to middle market deal making is doing to to continue to engage with members educate them and keeping them connected so um with that, I mean, I, first of all, I should ask you how you how are you faring at home? How's it like being in the home office? Have you seen all of these messages going around where people are asking each other to take pictures of their uh, their home office and what it looks like? So, what's your setup there, sir? My setup is pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah. I have a desk in my bedroom. Uh, yeah. I am five feet away <laughs> from my bed. Uh, and I'm about uh, 30 feet away from my living room where I have a, a full AV setup. So, oh. uh, I, to be honest with you, my home office uh, was never really meant to be a home office because I was either working on the road or working at my physical office in Midtown and would use the home office really on the weekends and uh, late night uh, reading. And uh, because of this, this has now become my permanent office. Uh, yeah. You know, so I never really had uh, a plan to really, you know, think about it, uh, how to expand it. Uh, you know, I have a, you know, wireless internet. I have a printer. I have a scanner. Uh, I have a laptop. Uh, I have an iPad. So I'm connected to the world. Uh, I just, uh, but my home office desk looks like uh, a desk that I just took it out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any family pictures. I have a few books, uh, a couple of religious uh, items, and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's my well, whole office. Well, at least you're nicely set up, and it and it keeps you connected to the office. Speaking of the office, which we know is tangibly closed, let's talk about AGI Partners, which you're of course a partner within. A uh, little bit about them, what they do, and a bit about your background and history, sir. And we'll we'll take sure. it from there. So uh, AGI Partners was founded uh, about seven, eight years ago uh, by the managing partner who moved in from uh, a hedge fund to do more private company investments. 
Uh, I joined AGI uh, as one of the early partners and one of the early employees uh, with uh, with a mandate to invest in lower middle market companies uh, with our capital coming from uh, a network of family offices on a deal by deal basis, uh, probably better known uh, to the world as an independent sponsor. Uh, since our inception, we have invested in three platform companies. Uh, we've invested uh, about 10 add-ons, uh, and we raised uh, 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 capital from a, a network of family offices as well as some institutional investors. And uh, we are primarily focused on uh, a buy and build strategy on the lower end of the middle market uh, within the uh, TMT business marketing services and niche manufacturing sectors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, you know as 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 we're focusing on smaller businesses, that's the big challenge, uh, given where the world is right now. Uh, but prior to AGI, I have a 25 year career uh, on Wall Street. Started off as a a leveraged finance financial sponsor banker, uh, as well as doing some equity co investing off a of bank's balance sheet uh, for a number of years before I joined uh, AGI. Right. Well, it's um, you could say you've been there, you've done that, you've worn the T-shirt. I don't know if you saw today the IMF and, and the lady there whose name eludes me right now, but they basically said with 400,000 cases and a number of deaths worldwide, and that tally keeps on going up hour by hour, this pandemic could strike a, a bigger blow to the global economy than the financial crisis did a decade ago. I think, the, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. The financial crisis, while it did affect a lot of people and daily life, uh, we got over that. Uh, yeah. We got over that. This, uh, quite frankly, has shocked me and shocked a lot of people. Uh, yeah. We really saw this coming. And if anybody did, is uh, is a liar. OK, uh, you know, this thing spread so quickly within 158 countries. And, uh, you know, you can't recover from uh, uh, you can't recover from health related issues that easily. It does. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it will take some time to uh, to get back to normal. Um, you know, the governments, I think, are doing a good job in light of uh, uh, what's happening. And I think social distancing, a word that I had no clue what it was three weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. Is on top of everybody's tongues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think to the extent that uh, uh, that we do distance ourselves, uh, we don't uh, expose the uh, vulnerable to 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 the virus. Will certainly help, but we do have to focus on getting back to business. Uh, yeah. We have to focus on getting on with our lives, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I hope it's quicker, uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, but uh, I think it's important for us to tread carefully as a society. I mean, it's it spread as as left businesses around the world counting costs. Mm-hmm. Um, a decade ago, nothing really shut down. It was it was a liquidity crisis. But this is the way in which this is impacting the economy is just incredible. So we we've seen what what what's happening to global shares. They've certainly taken a hit. Um, I think what was the stat? The FTSE Dow Jones Industrial Average, although it's kind of tapered up today, and the Nikkei have all seen huge falls since the outbreak outbreak began on the 31st of December. Basically, since Trump began, 
every uptick he's had till now is wiped away. So that's just gone. Unbelievable. And then we've had the, the US Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, just slash interest rates. I think is it more than 50 countries in, in central banks in 50 countries have cut interest rates to strengthen their economies. More than 100 countries have travel restrictions in place. Airlines most at risk from from travel bans across the across the globe. Restaurant bookings in several countries have completely collapsed. Oh my gosh, where shall I where shall I stop? I mean, factories in China have slowed down. Uh, industrial pollution has fallen. I guess that's good. But um, car sales in China have fallen sharply. Blah blah blah. There's a myriad of things going on with that. And uh, and you know, well, let, let's look at it top down. Do you think that the government response thus far, we see today that they're still umming and ahhing about what, what the sum of the stimulus should be? Do you think the response has been fair thus far? I know it's very decentralized between state, but what's your thoughts on, on the federal government and what federal governments around the world are doing? Because it's all, it's all interrelated. It has to be. It is. It is. I think the response is uh, uh, is good. Uh, we can all complain that it could be better, but uh, you know we do have to go through a process. And I know people are very frustrated, yeah. but happy to see is people who have not gotten along have now suddenly got along. I've never thought I would see uh, President Trump uh, praise the California governor and praise the New York governor, who he've had historical issues with uh, going back, you know, uh, since uh, the beginning of his presidency. I, I'm hopeful that it'll all work together. Uh, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, we have enough products that our health professionals need, like the N95 mask, the ventilators, uh, you know, even clean hospital gown wear. Uh, people mm -hmm. have been around the block. Uh, around the clock uh, uh, to get, you know, to get a handle over this. Yeah. Uh, you know, FEMA is, has, is in the process of converting the Jacob Javits Center here in New York City into a hospital. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is that FEMA is building four hospitals as well as sending a, a warship. Uh, I also heard that uh, some of the cruise uh, companies who uh, are out of business now uh, uh, for the time being, uh, have uh, submitted, uh, uh, have uh, have told the federal government that they're more than happy to put in some ships and and use those as converted as converted hospitals. So I'm glad to see us trying to you know get together. Uh, the politics of it gets me really really angry. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it should get everyone angry, whether you are a D, whether you're an R, or whether you are an I, an independent. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, this standoff uh, uh, between the parties is really hurting us as a country and as a planet and as a society. Uh, I'm hopeful from what I've been reading today that, uh, you know, a deal could be made uh, before uh, uh, before tomorrow. But uh, the world is watching. And I don't this is one uh, uh, this is one area of society. And, you know, one thing that happened to society, I don't think people are going to forget. Yeah. And, uh, you know how you behaved here is going to show uh, uh, how you behaved when people are not looking, and 
I think uh, it's going to be uh, imperative upon uh, our government to to do what's right for the American people. Yeah, I mean, you're very right that the world is watching, and and we certainly need them to work together. I mean, even safer investments have have been hit. You know, even when a crisis hits, as you well know, investors often choose less risky investments. But when I see the the value of gold plummeting, yes. Which, which is unbelievable, and and I know how how heavily Goldman Sachs, for example, had bet on gold going forward with their with their extrapolated hats on. What was once a safe haven, even that's plummeting. Likewise, oil has slumped to its lowest price since what June two thousand and one, which is worse than what happened in twenty fourteen February. So I'm I'm quite worried here, but I I do hope that. These guys get their act together, and and one class that has been a bit of a haven is the private equity class, of course, and one that you know very well. How how do you think PE has responded? I know we've been reading and talking about it a fair bit, but they have to level set as well. So, mm. what are you guys doing in house at AGI, for example, to so, the sort of yeah. act, action your response? Yeah, so uh, PE does not have. Uh, uh, the issue of day-to-day marking of an investment. Yeah. And e-holders are long-term in nature. There's no such you know, phrase as, oh, we'll just trade out of this if we don't like it. Uh, you have to invest in a business, you have to build a business, and then you have to exit the business uh, with, uh, <clears throat> with the, uh, with the, for- with the, with the view that it can still grow because there's somebody else that has to buy the business. So it's not like you're trading, you know, publicly traded stocks or bonds. Uh, you're, re- you're, you're making a long-term investment uh, uh, in, a secu- in, a, in a company that's not publicly tradable. So, uh, you know, you do have some room, you have some flexibility. Uh, but what are we doing at AGI? And I think, uh, you know, I'm echoing probably you know, every private equity partner I've spoken to in the last two weeks, uh, you know, we have put uh, our long-term plans on hold and really focused on the short-term plans. So we're focused on cutting expenses, uh, money that we don't have to uh, uh, spend, we're, we're delaying. Uh, you know, we're still making sure that, uh, you know, we, we work with our clients to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, we could be helpful and accommodative. Uh, you know, we're building cash. We still have cash in the balance sheet. It's our personal philosophy. Uh, when times are good, pay down debt. So, and uh, we've called our banks to make sure that there's capital available when we need it. And, uh, you know, we're working very closely with Stoke state and local governments to, uh, ensure that uh, you know there's a service that they need from us now uh, that we could participate. You know we do we have a company that does some fabrication, uh, and we've been uh, in contact with both New York and New Jersey where we have a lot of exposure to, and saying hey how can we help uh, with our services? Uh, you know we uh, instead of looking at you know the five year horizon, you know we're looking at the 26 week of our horizon. Yeah. You know, yeah. we want to make sure we have cash in the system. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm confident that when we do come back, there's so much pent up demand. Uh, I mean, just think about uh, what would happen if uh, the government says, OK, everybody can go out on Friday. Every restaurant, 
every bar, uh, every public place will be so busy, people having a good time, people buying, people spending. Uh, <clears throat> you know, so there's a lot of, I think, a lot of pent-up demand. And we just have to uh, control the numbers, uh, flatten the curve, as they say, mm-hmm. and start instilling confidence back into the system. And you're seeing parts of that confidence come back and forth in the marketplace. Uh, you know, obviously, what uh, you know, what's going on in Washington D.C. continues to, I think, stress us. Uh, but we'll get there, uh, Vic. We'll get there, and uh, uh, you know, when things normalize, uh, uh, you know, we, we're going to have a lot of lessons learned from this. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I do believe there's a lot of pent up demand in our economy, and I do believe it's going to uh, start booming again. Yeah. Well, certainly in the short term, whilst this is going on, everyone is putting people first, the safety and health of people first, yourselves, your families, your portfolio companies, all of the contingents around you. Then for your portfolio companies, I guess, and for your own firm, if I heard you correctly, you're sort of building and securing liquidity within. But how are you, for your for your portcos, how are you sort of, protecting business continuity are you are you are you telling the the people at the helms of those businesses that keep the trading mindset keep it going you know yes keep customers apprised of of impacts to to products to service delivery stay in contact with suppliers etc etc but how are you protecting that continuity in, in the short term you say 26 weeks as opposed to a longer term horizon, but who knows how long this is going to go on until I have no idea who can extrapolate. But what's what's that continuity plan? So our our salespeople at our portcos are calling all clients, and luckily for us, a lot of our clients are global clients. Uh, you know, they're they're well known brand names, uh, and they're anxious in getting back to business. Uh, you know, we have slowed down production of of uh, certain projects, but uh, y- you know we, we haven't stopped per se. Yeah, uh, you know we are uh, we do have some manufacturing capabilities, which is uh, uh, one of the exempt industries in the states that we operate. Yeah, uh, um, you know we we're doing what we can, but you know we we, we have a strong focus on expense management. Uh, you know, we're having daily calls to make sure, or daily calls with our clients to make sure, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, that we're still in business. Uh, we still try to continue that business line. Uh, but you're right, Vic. Uh, it, it, it's what, what really is getting to us is the unknown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I think scares a lot of people. You know, when this is thing is going to be over? Is it going to be over this week? It's going to be over next week, or is it going to be over after the end of the summer? I think that's what's scaring people. And to the yeah. extent that we can project, not just as an industry, but as in a society, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, uh, you know, we'll start seeing uh, uh, a return to normalcy. Yeah. So I guess with that even though we can't sort of fathom what's going to happen, I'm hearing that you're developing and, and testing contingency scenarios for the workforce, mm. the supply chain, yes, and the footprint to operate in within a restricted capacity. Is that right? Yes. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, we are, 
we've invested in a company that uh, uh, manufactures trade show boots, experiential marketing. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, uh, you know, where we are right now with uh, everybody required to stay at home, uh, there are no trade shows that are going on. There are no events that are going on. But what we did is, uh, you know, given our investments in digital technology, uh, we're now offering clients uh, virtual uh, uh, virtual events. Yep. And, you know, this was, you know, something I don't think we thought about pitching, you know, even as as as, as early as, you know, four weeks ago. But now has become uh, uh, a very important tool that we can use to stay in front of the client, making sure that the client remembers us when times come back, and uh, <clears throat> as well as you know working with them to make sure that they're in touch with their clients during this time period. So uh, I, I, I'm not saying it is. Uh, uh, a plan to re, you know to replace the business, but mm. it, it's an extra tool that we have that we can use during these times. Well, that's that that sir is a nice segue into my next question because I was going to ask about ACG. Yes, obviously one of our product lines, big revenue line, is the events that we put on for our members. Um, yeah. What are, you know, you and I are working hand in hand in this with with our board, with the committees. We're talking to and engaging with members and all the key stakeholders. But it is, we're now having to think about virtualizing events. So you're the president of the chapter. Are you comfortable with what we're doing? What are we doing? Please, please do convey that to the listeners because there's a lot of members listening in. Sure. Well, Vic, uh, I guess the members are going to hear uh, feedback from uh, <laughs> regarding, you know, your your role in this. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to tread a little carefully here. <laughs> no, no. But all jokes aside, uh, you know, we are a, we are a, an in-person networking organization. We exchange, uh, we make introductions, exchange business cards as well as here quality content. And when we can't put people in the room, uh, our in-person business and networking stops, but our business doesn't stop. Uh, you know, we have talked about uh, a couple of things of engaging our members. One is these podcasts. Uh, yeah. Second is uh, we've amped up our social media, uh, uh, our social media program to highlight not what just members are doing, but what our sponsors are doing. Uh, our sponsors have uh, uh, been very supportive of ACG New York uh, during good times, and we want to make sure that you know we support these sponsors all the time. So we have uh, uh, highlighted a lot of their contributions in the last three or four weeks uh, uh, in the marketplace. Uh, you know these podcasts that will connect members to. You know, other members, I think is really, really important. Uh, we are, uh, as you know, we are looking at <clears throat> um, highlighting a number of, uh, of webinars that uh, where quality contents exchange. Yeah. Uh, you know, people can, you know, our members cannot go uh, to a luncheon, cannot go to our breakfast. So you know what? We have the technology where we can bring all that to the comfort of your home uh, for the time being. Uh, so as you know, we've been talking to our sponsors. It sounds like uh, 
we're having a, a, a webinar every two weeks or so going forward. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we're having one uh, uh, by one of our uh, great sponsors uh, uh, on supply chain solutions in light of what's going on in this world. Mm. Uh, you know, we're having a, a webinar by, uh, you know, our good friend, uh, Abhilash J. Kumar Trasvista, a fellow board member and uh, an ACG sponsor who is uh, uh, putting together a webinar on uh, 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 data analytics in the middle market, which has become a really important uh, uh, area in our world. So, you know, we're, we're, we're constantly thinking about how to engage uh, our members and our sponsors. Just because we can't do it in person doesn't mean we can't do it at all. Yeah. We have technology, we're putting that in place, uh, and I expect uh, uh, to, to take off. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm spending a lot of time, <clears throat> you know, talking to, you know, bankers, brokers, uh, lawyers, accountants, catching up with them. It's a good time to do that. Uh, a lot of them are fellow ACG board members, uh, fellow ACG members. And, uh, uh, you know, staying connect with them. And, you know, this pent up demand, because uh, I will tell you, staying at home uh, and considering that our organization has uh, members who are all extroverted, uh, it's hard. And we yeah. want to learn and we want to talk to people. Uh, you know, yesterday, as you know, Vic, we had our board meeting. Uh, two people couldn't dial in, but we had uh, 21, we had 22 people on the screen uh, as we were going through ACG business. So, yeah. uh, you know, we had the technology there. We are adapting for the, for the new world in the near future. Uh, it, it, it's not going to cannibalize it because I think as human beings, we want to uh, go out. We want to meet with each other. We want to shake hands, exchange business cards. Well, maybe I think these days we'll, you know, bump our elbows. Uh, for the time being, uh, but you know, people all are are are, are thirsting for that. So, but in yep. the meanwhile, we're not going to abandon our members, and we're not going to abandon uh, our mission. Uh, we will accomplish our mission, uh, but we're just going to do it online for the time being. Yep. No, I'm glad that we we were already pivoting and offering differential value through through rich media sh through virtual events. So I'm glad that. In some light, this has sort of spurned it on. And yes, you're very right. E-symposiums, webinars, podcasts. We've got our TV station that people can um, tune into on, on YouTube. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned that, yes, everyone's sort of jumping virtual and pushing content. But we do need to be smarter than that. Otherwise, we just become a commodity and our, our yeah. USP over large scale events get somewhat diluted. So I'm glad you mentioned what you have. We will we will bounce back. But this is a nice augment to have. It's a great way to push out content. I, for one, was invited on a on a um, on a virtual um, happy hour the other day. I don't know if you've been on a few, but they're actually quite oh. fun. As an ACG board member and a member, I don't think any of us have ever missed a happy hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think, uh, you know, companies like Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, uh, you know, we've kind of looked at their services as a nice thing to have. But now, to me, I think, uh, you know, it's hard to be uh, in any type of environment uh uh, uh, you know, without this type of video teleconferencing. Yeah. Yesterday was my niece's uh, fifth birthday, mm -hmm. and 
he's up in uh, Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts. And we did not miss the, the cutting of the cake, and we sang happy birthday to her. Oh, that's lovely. That's sweet. Do you know, David, you, you know this, is we're, we're sort of combining our tangible events and offering the virtual uh, element. I was talking to um, a company today who were looking at virtual events through, um, what's it called, virtual v, v, VI. So, you know, you wear those, um, you wear those big, massive, uh, goggles and it's as though you you're walking into a virtual conference setting where you have rooms you can go into a specific room where the panel is taking place the session you can walk into the the networking area and it's all done by artificial virtual intelligence unbelievable so that day may come and it, I, I don't know it, it's just it, it's certainly being spurned on that much more so but um in any case i'm glad you mentioned that nothing will ever replace um, the act of actually meeting together. We may namaste and not yeah. shake hands, but um, yeah. but it's a nice it's a nice augment to have. So, what are the next few days looking like for you? I guess we're all cooped up at home. What are you are you reading a little bit more? Are you watching your favorite TV shows, Netflix, Amazon Prime? What's what's going on? It's all of the above. Yeah, uh, you know, I still uh, you know my personal discipline is. Uh, is you know I love working. Uh, you know I I I I've managed to master uh, social events and working. I've managed to master working anywhere. Uh, you know when uh, when <clears throat> when travel was free. Uh, you know just because I was at a resort in the islands didn't mean I wasn't available. I negotiated LOIs. I've negotiated asset purchase agreements. Uh, in a number of scenarios and not just in the office. So uh, I still uh, am working. I spend, uh, you know, a big part of my day now reconnecting with bankers and brokers, uh, connecting with colleagues, uh, uh, as well as, you know, trying to be helpful to, uh, you know, people in my industry. So, uh, uh, you know, yes, I, I've, I've caught up on reading. I've caught up on Netflix. I've caught up on watching TV. I've spoken <laughs> to relatives uh, all around the world. Uh, you know, but uh, I'm still working. I'm, uh, uh, you know, doing some things for my portfolio companies. I am still looking <clears throat> for the next deal. I'm always wondering what happened to the last deal that we passed on. Uh, and, you know, trying to... Uh, uh, basically, you know, keep my ear to the ground, and when uh, uh, you know times get better, I mean, when times get normalized, uh, you know, I can uh, get back into you know the groove of things and not lose a beat. Yeah, well, amen to that, sir. I do hope that um, this ends very soon and we we get back to normality. I mean, the world's economy. I don't want to end it on a negative, could grow at its slowest rate since 2009, but there is a silver lining in all, and we will get back to, to where we were and, and better, I'm sure of it. So look, David, great talking to you today. Thank you for your choice words and, 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 and words of advice in and amongst all of that. Um, the private equity class is doing what it must. The world is doing what it must. Government is trying to do what it, it needs to do. And uh, ACG will continue to do what it needs to do. And, and um, you know, keep listening in. Here I'm, I'm talking to the, to the listeners. 
keep listening into to ACG New York, the weekly podcast. Keep dialing into our webinars, registering for them. The events will return. And with that, uh, I shall bid you adieu, David, and, and we'll talk later. And uh, goodbye to you, sir. Good day, Rick, and uh, we'll talk soon. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.